Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Death and Horror Incorporated. It was written by Stuart Boone, and it is from a collection called Cthulhu Britannica, Shadows of Scotland. Our keeper of arcane lore is Joseph Clay, and this is episode one. But before we begin, we have two new patrons. Uh, Chance Wooten has pledged $5 a month to our club, and Martin Cass has pledged $1 a month. Thank you so much, Chance and Martin. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Joe? Thank you, Tom. The date is October 12, 1923. You arrive in the city of Glasgow, and no matter if you arrive by steamer or train or by cab, you're caught in a dreary downpour. As you make your way into the city chambers, you walk on rain-soaked gray cobbles, and a tall and see tall granite and sandstone buildings reach up like walls of a fortress. As you look around, the citizens walk by quickly through the gloom and pushing against the rain. They don't look at you or one another, and they just pass by mutely. You also see gaunt children sitting on the worn steps of shuttered buildings, reaching out their hands in hopes of a copper or two. As you take in your surroundings, it seems that as if every other business is closed or boarded up. For those of, you, those of you old enough to remember, the city was not always like this. During the height of the British Empire and in the Industrial Revolution, Glasgow was heralded as the second city of Great Britain, competing with London in wealth and prosperity. Now, the only wealth you can see is hidden behind elusive cafe, exclusive cafes and expensive motor cars navigating through the city. You arrive at St. George's Square, as the, the, the letter requested, and you see the elegant and monolithic city chamber standing over the square. Walking through the grand entryway, you're greeted by the welcoming warmth and a soft electric glow. In front of you sit two smiling receptionists who greet you and instruct you to have a seat and ring of couches on the west end of the room. And they tell you, Mr. Cadden, he's slightly behind schedule today. Just wait over there and we will collect you when he's ready for you. It's here um, you all meet as Hugh Cadden finishes up with his other meeting. So as you sit down, uh, you take a look at those who have been collected around you. And if you'd like to go around and introduce yourselves. Good morning. Um, I'm Dr. Uh, Canmore. Um, I'm a medical examiner. Um, did you all receive the same letter that I did? It wasn't I aware. believe that's why we're all here. That's an odd thing to be suddenly just contacted and brought together. Um, and your name? Well, I mean, was? they contacted you because your name's Canmore, not Canless. I see you have a. You have a sense of humor that that may be problematic, but uh, and your name? <laughs> I I'm Elis Bowen, detective Elis Bowen. It's very nice to meet you, Mister Bowen. I suppose they've called for two detectives then, Elaine Horowitz. Oh, nice to meet you, madam. And you, what? gentlemen? Uh, name's Eugene. I'm just a good old police officer. I, I 
take it you're not from around here, Eugene. I don't know that I recognize your face. No, I'm, no, no. I'm from Birmingham. Ah, uh, I'm afraid then I might be the only native if I'm looking around correctly. It's, uh, sorry, my name is Walter. Uh, uh, uh sorry, uh, uh, Officer Webster? Where are you from, Officer Webster? You said you're native? Yes, right here in Glasgow. Beautiful, beautiful Glasgow. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure. Officer Collins from Birmingham. Uh, what about you, Ms. Horowitz? London. Yourself? I'm Cardiff. In Edinburgh. A little bit of everywhere, then. There's something about some rather gruesome murders or some such, and um, we seem the only ones qualified. This Makes speaks very well for your um, your group, then, there, Mr. Webster. Uh, uh, well, there's uh, only so much that the city can provide in such a time. I'm just uh, glad to be in your uh, such prestigious company uh, to, to bring people in. It's not every day you get a letter from the Lord Provost, or at least a secretary. Yeah. Well, I would have, I would uh, feel more comfortable if you had a little more uh, self-confidence there, son. <laughs> Modesty yeah. is not very fitting, I find. So, as you guys are discussing the letter, it, you, oh, Oh, Walter, you recently got the letter because, uh, like we, you, we discussed, you're you're newer to the to the police force. Um, but even though you're new, you have for the past ten months, you have you've been been running ragged all across this city. Um, all of you, um, after this letter, or even before the letter, you've you've seen in the newspapers about these murders that are occurring in Glasgow um, when they initially started happening. It, it it did make the news in London and places like that. But, you know, things like that, after a while, they kind of just fade into into page six. Um, so for a while, you thought you thought that it, it was all over and it, it was handled until you received that letter. So. So you take a look back at the letter and I want to read, have someone read that if someone wants to volunteer. The Office of the Lord Provost, Mr. Hugh Cadden, Private Secretary to the Right Honorable Lord Provost of Glasgow, City Chambers, George Square, Glasgow. Dear sirs and madam, of course, I write to you on, on behalf of the Lord Provost and the Corporation of the City of Glasgow, who extended to you an invitation to help us with matters of the utmost importance and urgency. We understand that this request will come to you unexpectedly and may seem extraordinary, but we assure you the circumstances behind it are more extraordinary still. The Office of the Lord Provost has undertaken an exhaustive search to seek out individuals who might be equal to the task, and your names were presented to us this very morning. To come to the point, the city of Glasgow has of late been plagued by a series of unexplained and disturbing murders. Our own dedicated police force has had little success in finding the perpetrator or perpetrators of these vicious and seemingly unconnected crimes, whose scale and nature are too horrible for words. Our procurator, Fiscal, has 
declare that these killings are not the result of the usual and lamentable violence that man inflicts upon man. This is something altogether different and more perverse. He went as far to say to call them unholy. I have been instructed by the Lord Provost and the counselors of the city of Glasgow to request formally your help in dealing with these murders and beseech you to come into Glasgow as soon as, as is possible. This barbaric murderer must be stopped, and we believe you to be our best hope in this regard. The Corporation of Glasgow and the Office of the Lord Provost will spare no expense to bring you to Glasgow swiftly and to accommodate you in the style to which you are accustomed as our honored guests. The Lord Provost sends his assurances that you will have every assistance available. In addition, the City and Corporation of Glasgow will provide you with a substantial retainer during your stay and a handsome reward upon bringing in this murderer, or murderers, as the case may be, to justice. Our need is great. We implore you to help us with these deplorable murders. No one should suffer as these men and women have been made to. If you are able, please come to Glasgow to help us resolve this terrible situation. We hope for a quick and positive response by telegraph or courier. Yours most sincerely, H. Cadden, Mr. Hugh Cadden, Private Secretary of the Lord Provost. Unholy, then. Constable Webster, what is the nature of these murders? I'd rather not say, uh, I wouldn't want to, uh, embellish, but, uh, from what I've been told, they are quite, uh, messy affairs. The cleanup is, uh, I should be very interested to know how long it has been since these murders. My speciality usually requires that I, I'm at the, the the scene of the crime shortly after it occurs to make judgments. It's difficult to judge things that have taken place a month ago, perhaps. Or I have to do all. I have to do some dissections. If they haven't already buried the bodies. And Walter, you would know that apparently there was a. It's like. The higher-ups aren't really talking about it, but apparently there was a really bad murder but not about two days ago that had a lot of people up in arms. Um, it seems like they've been keeping on the hush, um, but not long after that, um, you you received a letter and you got instructions by your supervisor to, to come here. Um, but it's around this time that you see a, a rather tall, a tall young man, fiery, fire-red hair, wearing a navy blue suit and he he comes he comes down the steps and he smiles at all of you and says, Mr. Canton, we'll see you now, if you would just follow me. Excellent, of course. So he, he leads you up the steps and through a couple of hallways. The, the hallways are covered in all types of ornate pictures and 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 more of that dim welcoming lighting. You make it to the Lord Provost's office. It is just as elaborate as because for those of you who don't know, Lord Provost is basically a mayor. So uh, he he's sitting behind a polished oak desk, and as you walk in, he does stand he does stand up, and he 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 ushers you in. Come in, come in. Thank you so much for for coming on short notice. I really appreciate you taking time out of your your schedules in your own cities to help us out. Um, would any of you like tea or coffee, anything? 
I know some of you just got into oh, the city recently. T T was T, just T was what I need, this. I think. Okay. So he makes a, a, a nod to Gibbs and he gives a nod and, and runs out the room. So as you all are sitting down, he, he says, thank you all for coming. Um, I really wish it was better news in regards to our situation since I sent you that letter. Um, but unfortunately, it, it's gotten worse since our last correspondence. Mm-hmm. Um, let me try to start from the beginning. So though the newspaper stopped reporting on it, um, over the past 10 months, the city's been plagued by at least 18 murders over that time period. Um, each one is gruesome as the one before it. I'm told many of the victims have been de- decapitated or found missing limbs and organs. Some are simply butchered and others look as if they were attacked by some kind of animal. Wow. Um, that second factor, unfortunately, has given rise to the rumor that there's werewolves running around Glasgow. Oh. And the others who aren't saying that are the ones who coined the phrase Glasgow Ripper, which I'm sure you may have seen in the newspaper not too long ago. The first of the murders was a uh, a dock worker. Um, he was found killed outside the Clydesdale, Clydeside warehouse um, near the docks. His body had been mutilated. And according to the reports from the police force, most of him was missing. And not a fortnight after that, another young man was found. Um, his arms and legs were torn off, and he was found by the Govan subway stop. By that point, the pattern had already been set. Uh, more um, more bodies continue to be found, and the city is absolutely terrified. And and you hear and see more and more of the Glasgow Ripper in the newspapers and in just hushed talk as you as you walk through the city. But this latest murder it was a young girl, uh, Lucy Siddons. She unfortunately was quite literally ripped in half. And according to the medical examiners, um, at the time she she was pregnant. And I, I'd rather not think on that particular incident any longer, but it it continues. Um, May I ask when the last murder occurred? Yes, Lucy died two. She was found two days ago. Is there a pattern to these murders? Do these people live near each other? Anything like that? No, and that's what's so maddening, and I think that's what has the um, police force stumped. No offense, Officer Webster. Uh, there is no pattern. It, it's not just women or men or anyone of a particular age. Um, there have been people of all genders and all ages taken and murdered. So it's been hard to get a lead because when we follow a certain mode of thinking, this monster, this 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 maniac, flips the script, as it were. Are there any details that you've not released to the public uh, that show that they are all the same uh, murderer? How how do you believe that they're linked? What's the savagery? They're all the savagery. every every all the murders. Like my letter said, it's not just the normal man against man, woman against woman. It's it's just com- it's people are just com- completely taken apart, and mm-hmm. most 
of these bodies are also missing organs. So that's the kind of like the only link we have at this point. And uh, their families, are they all, have the families claimed the bodies and buried them now? Most of the earlier ones have been claimed. However, um, with Lucy, I knew you were, you, had, or you were already on your way. So her body is still uh, at the cor- at, at um, the coroner's office inside the Royal Infirmary. Okay. I've also been told they do have a coroner's report for you as well, Doctor. I, yes, I'd like the coroner's report from each and every uh, crime. Absolutely, we can definitely. Accommodate. Perhaps we'll find a pattern that that you've not seen. Okay. Um, forgive me, Lord Provost, but uh, did you say taken? Were they? Is that am I right in hearing that they were moved before they were murdered? Taken, meaning some of them were were marked as disappearances at first. Hmm. Were they, were they able moved to to a location outside of where they normally would be, where these the sec- people normally live and work? No, the second murder, however, at that point we were thinking there was some type of animal, um, hmm. but the second murder and the train stop. It was deduced that the actual death happened outside the subway station and the body was dragged back down into this down the steps um, and through a uh, through a locked door. It was a service entrance that no you know layperson has access to. And yes, so it wouldn't be an animal then. Right. And that's when we realized this this is this is a person doing this. From the um, from the very very slight descriptions that you've given, it might seem that we're dealing with somebody on par with um, um, Jack the Ripper, uh, thirty years ago. Um, yes. Somebody who's a maniac. Yes, and that's what has that has the citizen be scared because it's 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 no one safe. People of all classes have been killed. So everyone's on edge. And no no messages or postings or anything from the murderer? None. Hmm. Um, but there's, I mean, there's, in this case, death continues to follow death because at the same time, about a month ago, there was a disease um, that started to strike the more populated areas, such as the east side slums. And there's also been many cases in the... Uh, Duke Street pr- uh, Prison, and also in the Royal Infirmary. Um, whatever this disease is, it it kills in in a day. Oh. Um, um, now I don't want that to be a priority for you, but in in your investigations, when it comes to these murders, if you find any links uh, and links for that, I would I would love to, um, to hear that information. Another thing that occurred the same night Lucy died. Um, was an Irish sloop that arrived in the city. Um, I'm, I was told it was hours before anyone could get close to this once people realized it was there. The smell was so bad. Um, the uh, the police were able to open it, um, and inside were about 50 decomposed bodies oh, of various decomposition. Um, at first, we we looked, uh, we looked we thought it was foul play, um, but 
it seems the um, many of them are cadavers or or older bodies that were were that were exhumed. We don't know who who sent the ship here, and there there weren't many there weren't any logs on the ship. If you wanted to investigate that, that you could also look into that. But again, the murderer is the priority. There's a reason why we called you here. There's a lot going on. It has the police stretched thin. There's, it's just too much going on at the same time. And we just needed a team focus on these murders. Mr. Cadden, is there a place that we could use as a kind of um, headquarters to gather information, um, a, a laboratory or something where I can do tests? Um where we could, you know, have as our, have as our home base. Perhaps. Well, yes. So, like I said, we, we we will accommodate you in any way you need. If you're looking for a, a, a laboratory, we can set one up for you at the police station if you wanted to research certain certain things. In regards to your lodgings, uh, it depends on if you want to keep a low profile or not. Um, we, we do have rooms ready for you at, at the old Waverly or... If you wanted to go a little highbrow, we can take you to the 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 Grand Royal Hotel. It's up to you. I think that um, we should be quite discreet, you know. Um, if the public knows about it, we don't want them following us about and asking questions. But I also think that do you do if you all agree that we should stay in the same place? Uh, we may be late into the yes, evening. Yes, I mean the, the the hope would be that we're busy chasing down leads and not spending time lounging around the old waverly is fine with me in that yes. regard um i mean i'm happy to stay up late but i think my wife would tan my hide if i just stayed up at a hotel while you know there's a murderer running around uh, the city you 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 live local yes? yes yes yeah so that's not a problem for you um you have the comfort of your wife um I, I, I suppose ideally it would be a place where if we could have a, uh, I could do both medical examinations of evidence and the others could work on whatever documents or, or evidence that we could pull together. I'm sure the detectives are very much used to that sort of thing. Yes, absolutely. I don't think have we the, can hear Has you. the latest... Oh, crime scene been isolated it was however it rained yeah I see. two days ago. so well we, we we still have it isolated for you it was, it was two days ago but there's there's not much you can do um with i mean it's been raining for the past two days so there's not much you can do um with that well, well it's it, still the the most recent so i believe it, that's it, where i'll it, be it is most imperative that should another such incident occur, that we be alerted immediately and be able to be on the scene, uh, preferably without a lot of, um, forgive me, Mr. Webster, um, police interference. Uh, we don't want anyone muddying up the uh, the crime scene before we've examined it. Yes, and that is something I wanted to speak to. You are here as guests in the city. And uh, we we will, because of the just the 
the level of danger, we will issue you permits to use weapons in the city. I'm not, we weren't sure if we were, but if that, if you decide to take that, understand every time you, you use your weapon, you will be under the highest scrutiny. Oh, I don't mind. I I I, I, I refuse to carry any kind of firearm, but of course, the police, the police and the detectives can certainly do that. What did you speak with any workers who would have had access to that locked door in the subway? Yes, they have we alibis. Did. Okay, we we did, and and they do. Uh, the, most the, most of them, or they were they were corroborated either by their family members, and or neighbors on the street. Um, so you could we couldn't root them out at first. We didn't believe them because who wouldn't lie for you other than family? Um, but once we started uh, interviewing the neighbors and they were corroborating the stories, that leave them cold. Still, the very fact that that door could be opened by somebody with a key would indicate that one of them is probably the murderer, but... Potentially someone with a I, I have a feeling that following up on uh, 10 months old ghosts is not going to yield as useful results as uh, looking into this uh, Lucy. Yes. So if you want it, like I said, her, her, we, we did uh, save her body for you. Um, unfortunately, her, her mother couldn't uh, take it. She, she went quite mad after she identified the body. Of course. Um, however, we, we do know where she worked. Um, she worked at the Arkwright House for Gregory Arkwright. He um, made his fortune building ships before the Great War. Um, if you would like to uh, meet with him, I I didn't I did you I can set up a meeting, or you could just go there. It depends on how you want to handle the situation. Um, but she was a chambermaid there. Um, that's where she lived. And where was the child's body found? Uh on Robert Street. It's outside. Outside. Um, not too far from the Royal Infirmary. Um, it's a, a road that intersects the infirmary and the necropolis. Uh, yes, uh, well, that's my priority, is examining the body. <coughs> Were all these bodies found in public places? Publicly accessible, but not out in the open, if that's what you're asking. Yes. The only exception is the, sec the, the second murder behind that door. No private residences, though. No. They were all found, at, found somewhere in the street. I'm assuming then that you're telling us the child was left at home while the mother worked and that somebody came and stole her, killed her, and left her somewhere. She wasn't. Oh, no, no. Lucy, Lucy was a was a young woman, right? Who was pregnant when she was killed. Oh, I'm sorry. You're correct. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So she was on her way to work. Or... Was she married? No. 
No. We didn't um we didn't post the uh the pregnancy in the newspaper just to give give her some dignity. Um however uh she wasn't on her way to work. She was found around six AM in the morning. And she wouldn't have to she wouldn't have to leave for work because she lives where she works. So has anyone tried to see perhaps she was visiting the father of her child? Has anyone followed that yet? We I mean, that's definitely a lead we want to want to follow, but she didn't have many friends and, and those around her, none of them could say who the father was. Well, I don't have any other further questions. Uh, I might in the future, but at the moment, I'd very much like to see the body. Okay. okay. So again, like I said, the, the the office is at your disposal. Just uh, let us know anything you need. Uh, there should be a cab waiting for you. Um, so did you want to head, head to the, uh, the infirmary to take a look at the body? Yes, I think that's the wisest thing. Uh, if you could have somebody move my things to uh, wherever we're going to be staying, um, do either of the detectives want to come with me? It can be rather gruesome. Medicine isn't particularly my specialty, Dr. Canmore. All right, I'll report to you anything that I find. Okay. So the doctor's heading to the infirmary. What about the rest of you? Last crime scene, even if it's been washed away, it's my duty to make sure nothing's okay. missed. Yeah, I'd like to go to the last crime scene as well. Okay. So that's Eugene and Elaine head into the crime scene and Elisa I... and Walter. Constable Webster, if you would like to accompany me to the Arkwright house. More than happy. I think we'll go pay Gregory a visit. Sergeant Collins, maybe you and I can do a little bit of canvassing in the neighborhood too. Perhaps some of the locals have heard rumors that have not made it to all the way here. Well, I, you see, I, I don't, I don't know if you uh, really want me to uh, go door to door with this, uh, you, you know. And uh, as you look, you'd see. Uh, burn scars over most of the face. Well, perhaps a task for Okay. Don't worry, Collins. I don't think anybody would be looking at you. Okay. So, so let's start. Let's start with those of you going to the Arkwright house. So that's that's you. Uh, that's the constable and at least correct. Yes. Okay. So you make your you you make your way down to the uh, to the cab. Um, it's it's a it's a nice car, but you you jump in. Uh, the rain is still pouring down. You hear the cadence of it uh, on the on the street as you're moving forward. You continue to 
drive through the, the more or less the the city center and the business district, and you see and you continue to see all these these closed businesses. After about twenty minutes, then things start to ritz up a bit. You see a, a lot a, a huge larger estates, well kept land, well landscaped, uh, and then up past the necropolis you see the Arkwright House. Um, it's that's almost well, mostly alone on a stretch of, of road that curves back to the city. Um, you make it there, and as you're walking out of the rain, you see a large marble arch as you're walking up to the door, um, and you rap on it, and a smaller, young, older woman answers it. She's in a functional swift and she's like huh uh, uh can i help you uh perhaps we are here on the behalf of the glasgow police department we're hoping to speak with mr arkwright oh yes um it's just uh, this is about lucy of, of course um come on in come on in and she offers to take your coats if you'll allow her Thank you. They always treat you this night nicely, Atlas. All right. So, uh, well, yes, they do. Okay. So, as you're detective, so you, it's just this is what I'm talking about your self confidence, Constable Webster. People need to respect you and the authority that you bear. Do you understand? I Being think... an authoritative, confident presence, you get treated rather well. We'll see if I have it in me. I'm I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, I, what were you saying? No, no, no problem at all. Um, if you just follow me. So she leads you into the building, and she leads you uh, immediately to the left, and it's a large, ornate sitting room. And as you go in with without any checks, you see a picture of a, a young man. He seems relatively relatively successful. It's it's there's picture after picture of of ship christenings and dinners and and travel um he seems like he gets out a lot and uh, as you're looking she says yeah that's 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 mr caught right there he 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 had a very interesting uh interesting young life but give me a few moments i'm gonna let him know you're here and i'll be right back and she steps out of the room i mean sorry arkwright Thank you for the correction. Sorry. This is right. uh, quite opulent. Well, it's a good business if you can stay in it. Ship, ship, right? He's got to look at it, these various like things. He's probably seen a couple of them growing up. It's, it's different seeing them in person, though, than pictures. Yeah, when you were growing up, a majority of the people in the city um, worked in some capacity when it came to building the ships. So when one of them, when especially the larger ones, even if it was a a, a luxury liner or or a, a warship, it was always a big deal when they were christened and you know and set out. So yeah, you would you would have recognized some of these. Some of this is a, a little artistic flair. I don't remember this day being that good, although I was fairly young. Well, I su 
Artists are rather detached from reality. Quite disdainful, really. They used to paint things that were real. Now they all... Impressionism, post-impressionism. Yeah. So after about it's not my specialty. Sorry. No, no problem. So it she doesn't have you um well he doesn't have you waiting long. Uh she she comes she comes back in and she leads you out of that room again and then you take another left further into what you see is an entrance hall. The large chandelier up top. And more, uh, more paintings of of ships, and you you see some certificates and some diplomas. Um, very proud man. So you veer off to the left to a sitting room, and in there is a ninety. Would you perceive to be a ninety year old man sitting in a wheelchair? And uh, give me a spot hidden check as you walk into the room. A 10 is an extreme success. Okay. Perfect. So this is, you can recognize this is the same guy in all of these photos. Now, Webster, like I said, you grew up in this city. You know when some, you were, you weren't that, you know, you were cognizant of when some of these ships were finished. And looking at those photos, he couldn't have been older than mid 30s so it's not that much longer but this is the same man but he looks old and decrepit so he smiles at you and he kind of wheels over and and welcome in Uh, the Lord Provost office said that someone might come um, about this this horrible Lucy business Um, if we can be of any help please let us know any questions you want to ask Yes, that is, uh, in fact, why we've come, Mr. Arkwright. The rather beautiful home you have here. Yes, uh, I made most of my fortune before the war. Uh, I was more fortunate than most. If you go down to the docks now, most of most of the um, the shipyards are just ghost towns. Yeah, well, you. You flourished in business while it was still there to flourish. <laughs> and there's no other way to do that. Um, but yes, so so this Lucy business. Yes, what uh, what function did she have on your staff here at the house? She was simply a maid. She her job was to um, clean the rooms that are regularly used, regularly used like my bedroom, the the sitting rooms. I do get a lot of visitors, uh, library. Just make sure make make sure everything is kept clean and kept in order. Um, she even was smart enough to keep the books in order as well. Um, I have never had an issue with her. That's why this is Shoshakang. She was a exemplary employee. I just don't understand why she was out at that time of night. Yes, what hours did she normally keep? Uh, she she would sleep here. Um, she, will, she would only leave 
on the weekends to visit her mother. Um, but the hours she would be up by seven in the morning and she would continue to work until about 4.35. Most of the work was done by then. I try to keep the, the hours fair. Do you have other cleaners uh, that work here as well that we could talk to? Yes, yes. Um, you you met one of them, I'm I'm sure, as you were coming in. And about how many do you employ? Uh, well, it was two. It was it was Mrs. Gids and Lucy. Um, just those two. Uh, Mrs. Gids, she handled most of like the the hard work, like the cooking. Um, if I needed help in or out of my chair, she was the one uh, to assist me with any leverage. And Lucy handled just just the cleaning. Right. How did you initially meet Lucy? Well, once once after the war, uh, we 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 most people would regularly go out to the slums looking for people to, to fill these positions. And we just choose the, the person that best fits our needs. Um, I got lucky with Lucy. I did. She was, you know, even, even young and being impressionable, she was a really good worker. Do you, uh, do you mind if uh, we would take you... a look around her room while we're here? Absolutely. Um, and he calls Mrs. Guest back into the room and she can, she can take you up there. Excellent. But, uh... How would you describe your relationship with Lucy beyond being her employer? Friendly, she she didn't talk much. Um, as someone in her position shouldn't. She she wasn't rude. I wasn't rude to her. It was respectful. Um, if I asked her to do something, she did it. If she needed something, she would ask me. Uh, to to ask something perhaps a little more delicate um do you know of any significant male acquaintances in her life i i i never um get that involved um with a people i employ it's it's not my place as long as they don't bring any any of that business here, I have no reason to pry. Was she acting strange or odd in the last couple of days, weeks? She maybe seemed more... Um, she seemed more nervous or agitated, I could say that, but nothing that would warrant a uh, reprimand. Uh, anxious, how? Jumpy. About when did that start? About two months ago. Two months ago. 
Just jumpy, easily startled. Yeah, that, that, that yes, that's probably how I would describe it. As you said, you don't uh, like to pry into your employees' lives, but is there any? Did she mention anything around that time? Did she go on a vacation, perhaps, or some event, party, receive something? No, no, it just seemed nothing of the sort. But again, you're more than welcome to see her room. Hopefully, if you can find anything in there, that's you're you're, you're completely open to it. But I'm sorry, I can't tell you more. Okay, these uh, the world is full of tragic and horrible things, Mister Arkwright. Yeah, but it's hard when it happens to someone like her. Did you have any plans for when the baby came? Excuse me? I... Did you not know? No, I didn't. No. Oh, she could have told me. Well, yeah, I want to make a psych roll on him. Go ahead. <laughs> that was the... Uh... 32 is a it's a regular I could spend two points of luck to make that a hard don't bother um he is genuinely upset at that and this is genuine surprise um now is it I'm trying to gaze gaze gauge the kind of surprise that it is is it kind of like a moral Freak out, I messed or up he, surprised, or, or is he like did he mess up surprised, or is it just more general societal norm surprised? Societal norm. Okay. If you're you're asking this, is he giving you flickers of involvement? No. Yeah. Okay. He did not. It seems like a. Lucy led quite an interesting life. I'm not surprised that she didn't tell you, I suppose. It would have come up sooner or later. Yeah. Two months ago. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, he, she never told me. She, she could. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, at this point he starts to get quieter. Um, when you first, when you two first arrive, he seemed very open, but after you give him that news, he he seems kind of to step and take a step back. Well, um, uh, we'll we'll do our best to solve this, uh, Mr. We won't let your uh, uh, employee go, you know, quietly away. Is he showing, uh, we've had these, uh, like the sickness spreading through. Is he showing signs of any, uh, like, uh, symptoms? No, because, well, the biggest symptom is people not lasting a day. So just yeah. based off of that, it, whatever he has is not that. Yeah. He looks like he's lasted for a lot of very it. long days. <laughs> right. If he caught it, he'd last about five minutes. It sounds like, all right, all right. 
I apologize, Mr. Arkwright. I didn't uh, mean to add any more trouble. Uh, I'm sure this whole situation has been rather difficult for you. But you must you must forgive me. I'm, it's always important to follow up on, on everything. It's not your fault. Bad news is bad news, no matter where it comes from. It's just the police weren't very open with me. And that was that would that's upsetting. Um no one told me that. And I guess like it was none of my business, but if you excuse well, me. Well, I I feel candor gets one to the truth faster than evasiveness and sometimes propriety. I agree. Well, Shelby Webster. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I sorry hope. for your loss, sir. Thank you. And if you think of anything else, please don't hesitate to tell us. Absolutely. So, Mrs. Gids, she she come she comes back. I'm, I can lead you to our room now. Um, looking at her without a role. Her eyes are uh, bloodshot, um, mm -hmm. and she's 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 clearly stressed out. But she leads you deeper into the house. Um, as you're going up to the servants' quarters, the opulence of the the lower floors turns into just bare plaster. Some of it cracked. Some of the 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 stairs are uneven. Um, and she continues to lead you deeper in the house. So then we're going to switch over to those of you who are heading to the crime scene. Uh, you make it to the crime scene. And as the secretary said, they they kept the court cordoned off for you. Um, you can see that they even attempted to put up tarps um, mm -hmm. higher on some of the buildings to try and preserve some of this. Um, they did their best. I mean, there's not much you can do, but right, they tried. Right. Um, but it's cordoned off. Uh, once you get there, um, a cop stops you like, hey, uh, um, I need to, I need to see, see some identification. Yep. Uh, flash. Okay. Same. Okay. So they let you through. Uh, and give me, uh, both of you, you can go ahead and give me spot hidden. Oh, seven. I think that's an extreme. It is. Okay. So here with an extreme, you see multiple footprints and, and hoof prints. Okay. Hoof prints. Look at this. All over, Sergeant, come look. All over the area. And, and Elaine, you're, you're a detective for a reason. So you kind of start to piece this together as you go along. Um, she was, from what you can see, she she had to have been walking alone mm -hmm. and she was taken from the side and she was pushed up against a building and from the blood splatter higher on the wall, she was picked up. Yeah, she was picked up and slammed against the wall. Um, 
from after, like a from a normal height i'm assuming like not like a three stories in the air no nothing no no not three stories like <laughs> well just making sure i'm six foot so it looks like someone who was like yeah, my someone size tall, picked picked her her up yeah. and slammed her yeah got it um after that the, the the tracks get muddled but it's pretty clear that was the initial strike mm -hmm. um and the amount of blood you're seeing or or what's left you're not sure if it killed her but it definitely contributed to her death mm -hmm. um, but is there anything else you two are looking for in particular did the hoof prints look like they're a part of the scene or just someone came through with a horse later i guess like could we assume the man or the perpetrator apprehended her on a horse on horseback initially with your extreme it seems like it's a part of the scene i see either perhaps they were riding by and they mm -hmm. picked her up and 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 slammed her but it seems like the horse stopped. Interesting. What do you think, Sergeant? I think this is a, a I think this is a, a big guy. Scary, mean, nasty. Uh, you guys, y'all are, you're much better at this kind of thing yeah. than I am. Considerable strength must have been, yeah. but you're right. Very tall, tall, strong. Hmm. Does it? Th but uh, sorry, that this is where they found her body too, though. So yes. he slammed her against the wall, killed her here. Okay, didn't didn't make off on horseback with her. All right. No. Okay. I don't, I don't, um, unless there's like a maker's mark in the shoe prints, I can't think of anything else at the moment. Remind me how we found her or how, how her body was found ripped in half. Yes. Yes. Okay. Terrible. <laughs> Are there home, like residential homes nearby? Not here. Um, okay. This is, this is a rather, it's an emptier street between the necropolis and uh, the Royal Infirmary. Um, there, there's a lot of foot traffic farther down the road, especially now because of the of the disease. But here, this is just this street actually feeds into the road that leads to the uh the to the rest of the city. That it's like the main road that encircles the city. Right. Did they say she was ripped in half, like physically, literally ripped in half? That's not even, that's not possible. That was the, the, the that was that the exact wording. Yeah. I don't know how someone can do that. It's, it's, it, it's unnatural. It's, it's not right. It, I, I'm inclined to agree with you here, Sergeant. I'm, it's, it's, it's not possible. I'd, I'd be curious to know what, doctor comes back with in his uh, report. Still, I think it's not a bad idea to ask around. Uh, as I said, people talk rumors. Sometimes there's some truth in rumors, even a kernel of it. 
the horse thing is strange to me though obviously he wasn't using a horse via the subway maybe that's nothing is there anything else you wanted to look at here before we move on sergeant are, are there like are there trees around is there is it what what, what is this look like exactly this this crime so so the area seems like they try to keep it uh, well kept the royal infirmary it's a important hospital for the empire in general it's still there now um it's uh so there are some trees but i don't want you to think forest i think i want you to think more deliberately planted and manicured trees lining a road okay um, and that it stays that way up until you get to the walls of the, the necropolis, and then that's replaced by those walls and the iron rock fences that encompass that area. As best we can tell, which I realize might just not be possible to know, um, does it seem like there are only two sets of footprints, one that would ostensibly belong to Lucy and one to her murderer? As best you can sell, there's at least two. Okay. Probably really, really difficult to tell regardless with the conditions as they are. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, I think, go ahead. I don't think I've got much else. Uh, I was thinking maybe they, maybe they <laughs> tied her to the, to a tree. Pulled her with the horse, ripped her in half. But that's not a terrible hypothesis, Sergeant. Actually, it's the only thing the trees don't have any. Is there any trees that have kind of trunk damage to them? Anything like that? Like bark scraped off? Uh, give me, give me a spread. Yeah, let's have ourselves a look. See. No, that's ninety-eight. I wasted my good roll initially. <laughs> uh, you you do your best to look, but as you're going out into uh, into towards these trees, you're leaving the tarps that the police kept up to preserve, okay. and you just it's torrential downpour, so you can't you, yeah you can't really see it. Could I uh, make a roll as well, or is it just uh? Sure, you can go ahead. Yeah, um, I got a success, just a regular success. So what kind of things is your 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 character I know you we, we recently made this character. What kind of what kind of things does your character like to do? Like to do all his free time. Does he is he a hunter? Um no, no not he's 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 not a hunt. Yeah, I think he would hunt actually. He's yeah, he's he's pretty good with guns. Um yeah, he likes to hunt. He likes to uh, smoke. He likes to drink. Okay. So you do see some markings on these trees that are, if this was, if this wasn't a, close to a city center and you were in a forest, you would say that's bear sign. You see that? That's not, that's not right. That's not right. Hmm. There's uh, there's 
outside. It looks like a, a bear's been here. Um, when that there tree... haven't been any reports of the Glasgow Zoo missing an animal, have there? No, that definitely wouldn't make the news. People love wonky stuff sure. like that. Uh, no, there's there was no there, none that you know. And as a whole, when it comes just to the the British Isles, a lot of the a lot of the the known predators have long since been eradicated from the island. Right. So, bear sign would be signs of just like clawing down the tree, like mm-hmm. removed bark with like claw marks and tracks. That would be bear sign. Uh, their fur, because they they like to also scratch their back on trees as well. Ooh, you don't see any fur. fur. We should take okay. a sample of that. Yeah, you don't see any fur. I would. Sorry, I was just using an example. But yes, definitely. Yeah. Sorry. Hmm. Are there any looky-loos kind of being nosy, poking their heads around as we're investigating? No, no, the the, the no looky-loos. It, it's 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 pretty quiet, pretty bad raining. So, okay. Hmm. I don't this think bear that thing. I've got... though, that's that's strange. That's worth mentioning i think i do too i don't yeah i don't think i have anything else yep so eugene you you're looking at that bear sign and you're kind of looking around the area you do see more of these 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 footprints and and the hoof marks and it seems like it's coming from like the cathedral area. So imagine your mind, there's the Royal Infirmary to the left and to the to the almost exact like southeast is the Royal the the, the cathedral. And then to the right of that is the necropolis. And these tracks seem to be coming from the necropolis. Hmm. Shall we follow? Why not? So I'll lead the way. Okay. So you all will make it there. And Doctor, you arrive to the uh, the Royal Infirmary. Um, you yes. walk in, people are, are, are running back and forth. Um, there are people who who are just coughing, laying on beds. It seems like they've run out of beds at this point. Um, someone stops you immediately, like you can't be here. It's just it's too many. It's too many sick people. What is your business here? I'm Doctor Crane Canmore. I've uh, been brought in by the Lord Provost to examine the body in the morgue of uh, Miss uh, Lucy. Uh, not sure what I knew what her name Lucy Siddons. Um, what's going on? Lots of uh, people. It's this. It's this damn sickness. It, it it takes people overnight. People come in sick, and be- before the, the the sun rises, they're already dead. And uh, is it contagious? Is it uh, transferring to other people in the hospital? Uh, what about the doctors, the nurses? 
some of them have already died as well. That's why you really need to be careful. Yeah, yes, I don't want to go amongst this. Is, is there a, a physician in charge? Yes, yeah, so Dr. Cullen, he's taken charge of, of the, the when it comes to the disease. Um, and he has uh, cordoned off the laboratories in the basement as a quarantine area for the bodies. Um, he's even come up with a, with a with some type of inoculation that seems to be holding and working. Um, um, if it were for him, we we we'd have, we'd have been in a lot of trouble already. Well, I should I should possibly like to to speak with him, but at the moment I need to examine the uh, the body of Miss uh, Lucy Siddons. Um, that 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 autopsy was was performed by Doctor Burden. And I believe Dr. McLean, um, I know where her body is. I'll take you there. I'll take you there. And then I'll notify them that you're here. Thank you. Very kind of you. Um, so she leads you deeper into the hospital. It, it's more people um, laying on stretchers. The, the the air in here smells sickly. Like it just makes you uncomfortable. You don't want to be here, but you're here for a reason. Um, most people aren't even looking at the eyes, almost just like when you're in the streets. People are just too on edge and too nervous. They're just trying to get through their days. Yeah. I have a mask. So you you make it to a a room on the third floor. Um, It's cold. um, And the nurse turns on the light. And as you're walking in, you just hear, you actually hear the lights click, 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 click as as you walk into the room. She walks over to one of the doors. That's not the right one. Then she walks over to her two or three more. Then she finally finds the right one. And she says, I've seen enough of this one. I, I'll leave you oh, to it. That's quite all. Yes. Oh, um, uh, the autopsy report. I have that for you, for you here. And she hands that to you. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, so, so did you want to look at the, so look at the autopsy report? Uh, what I'm looking for, yeah. Um, I'll look at the, you know before I look at the report, I'd like an independent. I'd like to see independently and uh, draw some of my own conclusions. Okay. So I will set that to the side. I will open up the vault and uh, pull out the tray. Not sure okay. that they were quite the same way back then, but uh, so yeah, so. They try to be as respectful as possible, but you are looking at two parts, complete right. two parts of a woman. I'm, I'm not sure how how much like stuff like this that your character has dealt with. Would you say that this is something that's, that they normally see? I imagine that they called me in because I have dealt with and helped solve cases in the past. So I've seen I've seen dead bodies. OK. Um, All right. Fair enough. So you're looking at this, but e- but even with a, this this is probably one of the more vicious ones you've seen. Yeah. Um, so, um, keeping an objective ob- objectivity and looking at it, um, uh, in general, uh, she's she's been. Uh, does it look to me like she has been cut in half or torn in half? Give me a medicine check. Okay. Oh, that's 27. That's a heart. Okay. Um, from what you're seeing, it looks like both. 
So they they cut part of her and then tore her apart. Are there any ligature no. marks? No. It it actually the other way around with the, with a heart. It looks like she was ripped first, and then later cut. And then cut. Um, are there any ligature marks like on her wrists or ankles? No, but like there are tied? there are abrasions around her neck, around her neck contusions where she's been maybe hit. No, um, she's throttled. Throttled. Okay. Um. And you, so you're at this point. You're just looking over over the remains, correct? Correct. So yeah, you you'll lift her head, and there's a lot of dried blood in the back of it. So, and you see a large contusion in the back of her head. So she, so someone she violent, was hit. Yeah, or violently she smashed. Hit. Yeah, right. Um, good. Then she wasn't uh, she wasn't being tortured to death. Um, uh. Okay. Um, at this point, I'll, I'd probably have to have the, the parts moved onto a table in order to examine them. Mm -hmm. um, and once I've managed that, uh, uh, does, uh, can I see uh, missing organs? Uh, you know, I pretty much know the inside of the body. Are there lungs, liver? Uh, her lungs are still there. Her heart is still there. Her spleen is missing. Her liver is missing. Uh, her uh, stomach. Her stomach is missing. A majority of her, her small intestine are missing as well. Small intestines. Okay. And um, the report said that she was pregnant. Um, is the fetus missing? Yes. Okay. Um, can I tell by some medical means how long how far along she might have been um with a heart yeah i'm pretty sure you, i'm not a doctor but i'm pretty sure there are some signs internally they the point to that. yeah so yes she was a she was about about uh eight weeks along oh okay then the fetus wouldn't have been large enough she probably might i mean she would have probably known that her period had stopped but she wouldn't be showing yet. Not just so, yet. So she might not have known that she was pregnant. Um, certainly anybody around her wouldn't have known that she was pregnant. She wouldn't have been showing yet. So fairly early on. Um, is there? Are there any, like, uh, zoonotic wounds, anything that looks like she was attacked by an animal, uh, rip marks, tear marks that, you know, are like regular fingernail spaced apart claw marks uh yes so on the back of her neck that it looks like whatever had her pressed or as it was throttling pressed in so deeply that you see about two claw marks in the back okay i will look at those very carefully to see that if any fingernails or anything got snapped off in the process. Hmm. Romeo luck. Uh, 17. What is my luck? Uh, 50. Uh, so yeah, 17. That's a pass. Okay. 
So, yes, there is a, a small piece of some type of claw or keratin in the wound. And uh, does it look fairly large or cat-like? Or It's hard for you to tell. It's It seems like it's the tip of something. Okay. I'll make sure I remove that and put it in a separate thing. Maybe there's a veterinarian that can tell us. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll just in general be going over everything to see if there's anything else I could tell. I'm now curious about the morphology of the uh, disease that's going on. Is there any sign that she was ill? No. And no cancerous tumors or anything inside of her as I'm looking around. No, she seemed like a relatively healthy woman. Okay. A shame. Indeed. So I I will then go through the uh, the autopsy reports. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, so the autopsy report it it says kind of um, what you're you're picking up on it. the the cause of death was asphyxiation. The throat was compressed as head was slammed into the ground. Um, they uh, they remarked that the lacerations on the back of the head confirmed that, and she was dis disemboweled post mortem. Broken bones? Does it? I mean, obviously she's been snapped yes. in half, but. Arms, legs broken. Uh, she she's missing a leg. Um, the other leg. ones aren't broken, but the, okay. uh, her right leg is completely missing. So she wasn't hit by a car. No, you've seen car. You've, right. you've seen hit and run victims. This was not that because her rib cage seems to be completely open, and it, you know. And does it look like it was opened medically by like like Jack the Ripper seemed to use a scalpel? And to... there are some things that seem to be look like they they were done medically. There were, the missing organs they look like that was done medically. Um, That's uh, interesting. And I guess my only thing would be to look at those closely to see if it would be literally a surgeon who would be needed to do this or. Yeah. And it looks like that. Yeah. So, well, at the very, someone who knows, who knows their way. Who knows what they were doing. Okay. Very interesting. Um, Have Dr. Drs. Verdon and McLean shown up yet? Uh, yes. So they. Nice to meet you. And um, well, it's actually just Dr. Burden. Um, uh, ah. And he says, uh, uh, Doctor, uh, if they, they told me that they, they were they were calling in someone. It is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, your reputation precedes you. I've heard I've seen some of the cases you've worked on. Uh, well, thank you. It's, uh, we do what we can. So. I see you, 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 you've had the unfortunate task of dealing with uh, Lucy's death. Yes, it's, a, it's, a, it's unfortunate that I wasn't able to see the other bodies. Um, did you work on some of them as well? I did. Um, that's why I came down. Um, a lot of them were like this. 
um, Lucy w- was uh, was the first to be fully ripped like that. Um, but all of them were violent. All of them had missing organs or missing limbs. Did they have um, the same missing li- organs? No, that was a random. The cops asked that as well, and we we kept a good record. And he pulls out uh, a, a a rather hefty file, right. and, and you flip through it, and you're looking at the the causes causes of death that were named, and you're looking at the you know they have the photo, and they they mark missing things or mark lacerations. It's all random. It's random, and the locations are scattered around the city. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, um, I'm simply gathering data at the moment. Oh, do you by chance know anything about this um, this strange disease that seems to be plaguing your city? And it, it, from what we can tell, it attacks the immune system. It, it pits the white blood cells in overdrive. It causes swelling around the neck. And its onset is so violent that most people die within the first day. Do they die from asphyxiation? Does it cause their neck to swell and they can't breathe? No, they're, uh, in many cases, their organs rupture. Oh. I can show you. And he, he walks you over to another uh, another uh, cabinet and he pull, pulls it out and this this you have not seen before. Um, so I need a sanity check. the The body is com- the body almost looks like it was sitting in water for a long period of time. But that swelling that that swelling that I'm describing it's only around the neck. Okay. It's like they almost it almost looks like they have no neck. That their shoulders attached. Yeah, a great deal of swelling. I failed that. Okay. All right. So just take one. Oh, I probably fail. I, I probably take the one point because I'm thinking I don't want to get that disease. <laughs> I'm sure we'll figure out what it is eventually, but I don't want to be a victim of it. Um, uh, and, uh, and how widespread is the disease? Is it it's, it's, it's getting there. It's mainly hitting the, the populated areas, the the prison, the uh, the you know, the east side slums, and this infirmary. Anybody, the infirmary, from, the, oh, any, anybody from rich neighborhoods, or no. just from the poor neighborhoods? Um, what what are the symptoms? What does the person how does it progress? Do they come in feeling sick? Uh, they come in, if, at first, it's it's a, a loss of their eyesight gets fuzzy. Then it progresses and yellow and and purple bruises start to appear over the body. After that, the swelling begins, then coma, then death. And by that point, uh, that's when the organs start to rupture. Yeah. And... Uh... And any indication whether it's a germ or a virus or a, I'm not sure they could identify a virus, but a, a pathogen of some sort, bacteria. I haven't, we haven't worked very closely with the, 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 the disease to that point. Dr. Cullen 
is the one heading up all the research. Um, Excellent. Um, he, 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 he's a, he, he made a lot of sacrifice. Many of us have families, but Dr. Cullen, he's one of the few that doesn't have a family and he took it upon himself as a responsibility to be the one to be on the front line. Excellent. He's a brave man. Um, we're setting up a kind of a headquarters. Uh, uh, can I take these uh, pathology reports and uh, uh, with me? And we're we're trying to decide. We're trying to figure this whole thing out ourselves. Um, Absolutely. Um, I've I've already. I mean, and he com- um, looks over and and goes to the main desk in this in this room, and he he signs these pathology reports out. Um, they're all. It seems like they're they're numbered in a particular sequence. So he just writes the the sequence letter just to say that is bv and then bv1 through 18 and that that's for the uh the 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 murders and also he gives you a few other pathology reports for the uh disease victims excellent um and then my next step will be to see dr cullen if that's possible that's going to be hard he rarely he rarely comes out um well, perhaps I can just get his his you know what's going on with the disease uh, report or something. And I, I I'll definitely make that request, and I'll press I'll press upon him how important it is. He's one of those doctors, um, of course. Of course, he, I, he, he he's I, he's completely embroiled in his work. He's um, risking what, his life. So I tell you what, to give him enough time, so you're not getting too much pushback. Let me set a time up for you. That he can meet you tomorrow morning. All right, that works that's, better for you. Perfect. Okay, all right. So we'll say that he will set up an appointment for you. That he'll meet you, like you know, like 10, 10 a.m. tomorrow. Okay, and I'll put I'll put that on his schedule. He's gonna fight it. I'll make sure he's there. Yep. Yes. Tell him that all I need to know is the uh, the details, and then uh, I will do it as quickly as possible. Absolutely. All right. Um, but I do have more patients, Doctor. Is there anything else? Please. Yeah. All right. It's been a pleasure. And he shakes your hand yeah. and um, he runs out the room. And I wash my hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now you're supposed to lick the residue off first. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Cheeto dust. Oh, okay. Cheeto dust aside, we're going to move back to uh, the Arkwright estate. Uh, Walter, and it's Ellis, correct? It's Elis. Elis, gotcha. Walter and Elis, you are led up to Lucy's room. Uh, Mrs. Guinness says, I. Uh, I'll leave you be. If you need anything, I'll be just outside. Hmm, actually, before you go, uh, we do have a couple of questions for you. She would, She's very surprised at the fact that you want to want to interview her, and she says, "Oh, uh, oh, of course. I I don't know how I could be of use, but what questions do you have?" Well, just wondering how well you knew Lucy as 
a fellow employee of of Arkwright. Let's put it this way. Not every person is suited um, for this life. But Lucy, she had a gift. She had she knew how to do her job and stay out of the way. Very rare for someone to come from where she came from and to have that kind of tact. So I knew her very well. I, I taught her how to do her job. Where did she come from? Uh, she she came from the, the East End, the slums. We must, we must have interviewed 30 girl, girls before we decided on her. But I, I don't regret recommending her, and I'm, I'm sure Mr. Arkwright would, would agree that he doesn't regret hiring her. Um, it's going to be hard to, to, re to replace her. I'm sorry, perhaps, uh, Elis, perhaps you covered this, but how long has Lucy been working here? She's, she's been working here for at least three years. Like I said, wonderful worker, well-established. This is all came as a surprise to us. Yeah, so how... I mean Working with her for three years, training her, how well do you feel like you knew Lucy personally? I don't know if that's appropriate, but, you know, we, we talk. We, we we all may tell, you know, have their secrets and, you know, the Mrs. gossip from house to house. It's how it is. Mrs. Gids. Yes. Speaking about appropriateness, um, this young lady is dead, along with her unborn child. I think we can set prim and proper hang-ups aside. I need you to tell us what you know about Lucy and her life. Give me some your choice some sort of social role i'm i'm intimidate i'm i'm leaning into this old lady like an asshole God. because elis is an asshole if you haven't heard yet of that all right <clears throat> 56 is a regular success so she perks up and you, she's like she like see how do i say this she matches your energy and she gets up and you're like you don't scare me you ruffian i've seen your type who do you think you are? I think I'm the law. Uh, it's uh, Mrs. Git. I'm sorry. He is from uh, out of town. Um, he doesn't know how things are done around here in Glasgow. <laughs> He's from Cardiff. If you would believe such a thing, no, we're just we're just trying to just calmly look into this. Uh, we we need to find out, Mrs. Git. This house can't... Times are tough. We can't have scandals in this kind of household. Give me persuasion. Could I make a case for charm? By flash or some pearly whites. Yes, go ahead. Yes. Oh, barely. 
uh, success. Okay. So there's a, there's a moment where she's kind of looking between Webster and Bowen. And then she kind of breaks down crying and she says, Lucy, she should have never gone that night. And she sits down on Lucy's bed and she just starts sobbing. And she's like, "It, there was nothing for it, you see. Uh, I know uh, Mr. Arkwright, he, well, well Sir Gregory, he, he would have he had her out this house like a shot if he had found out that she was pregnant or that's, that's what happens. You, you can't do this line of work and, and bring that kind of shame to the household. So she was such a good girl. Then I, um, I didn't know what to do. Um, and the, the, Sir Arkwright, he has a lot of visitors, and I spoke to that Dr. Cullen from the uh, Royal Infirmary, and he said he would help our little Lucy, and he he called on the phone and said mm-hmm. it was arranged, and he said it'll all be fine. But it wasn't, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if she even made it. That Dr. Cullen is a good man. What he Do was you... proposing could have gotten him into a lot of trouble. Yes, uh, understandably so. Now, do you know the night in question is the night of her death? Yes, two days ago? Yeah, that's what the police say. Yes, do you... From what I understand from Sir Gregory, Lucy seemed to have gotten a little anxious, scared, sorry, about two months ago. Does this align with the pregnancy? She starts crying even harder, and she's like, she was soon to show, and her it, it, she was starting to crack. We had to do something. Do you and, do you know who the father was? It was a uh, that horrible man who who runs the Dock Street Prison. Lucy's mother had a had a lot of medical bills, you see, and she did what she she had to do. I mean, you only make so much um, working here. And she started his name. John Black. Who is the warden of the 
Duke Street Prison. Now, Walter, you know that name. Mr. Black is notorious gambler. Mm. And what's a polite way to say he likes women of the night? That's the politest way I can say it. He likes women of the night. Yes. Has he ever been brought in or is he wealthy enough that he is uh, above that kind of thing? He is the warden of a prison. I mean, he's he's I mean, he, we're not talking like he's not the prince of Persia, but he's up there. He has enough pull that. He's, getting, he's getting, in the he's in the system. Yeah. Getting someone. Way that's, it, that's not enough to bring that kind of man down. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, um, and now how long did you know that? Um, I miss kids. How long do you know that uh, Lucy was involved with uh, such activities? She only told me when she admitted to me that uh, uh, of the baby. So that was about a week ago or two. Yeah, about, about a week ago. A week and two days. Sorry. And what exactly did she say was she confided in you <clears throat> was she looking for advice yeah because she didn't know what to do about the baby did she give any indication that i mean she told you the father was john black but did she give you any indication that john knew of the child no she says she couldn't go to him and to be honest she's probably right He's not the sort of man that would uh, take well to that sort of news. Uh, it's not exactly a good father type. Yeah, um, he he's the kind of cop we all hate. Fair enough. Mm. Who else? We're on. Did anybody oh. else know? She only that told Lucy me. was. Uh, I mean, regarding the. Her, the abortion. No. Was it you, her, and the just the doctor? No one else could know. She would get fired. I would get fired. The doctor, he could end up in jail. No one else could know. Now, this this doctor, this, is he well known? I mean, you contacted him, I guess, for a reason. Well, yes, he he was he's he was always here. He was he was extremely interested in uh, Sir Arkwright's disease. He said it was for. He used to always use a lot, a lot of big words. He said it was frenetic, or something like that. I certainly can't supply another word that sounds neither can quite I. disabling. Not my area of expertise. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask when did that count I always remember seeing Mr. Arkwright as kind of a maybe you know this is just when he's showing off his ships but he seemed like quite a strong man absolutely it happened over about it 
about 15 years. It just teaches ages old, ages quicker than other people. And I suppose these people he brings in are primarily to look after that, or are they social friends? Mostly social friends. The doctor was interested in it, uh, but mostly just social friends, people he's met in his travels. Uh, has the doctor been around lately to the house? No, not since um, not since the, this the disease started to wreck the city. I don't know much about that, but I know that he's he's been involved in the cure effort. Mm-hmm. And uh, Warden Black is a friend of Mister Arkwright or not? No, he would ne- he would never okay Very deal good. with that sort of person. Now the disease. When did that all start again? I don't know. I mean, I we started seeing it in the in the news or in the newspaper maybe three weeks ago. I I don't quite remember, but it wasn't that it, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> now all you all you see is dribble about shadow fiends and, and murderers and werewolves. And she she, she pulls up a, 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 a she walks out and she pulls a, new, a newspaper out of her room. Werewolves sighted on the Bridge of Size. Three local bakers claim to have seen werewolves running across the Bridge of Size on the very night that the maid Lucy Siddons was murdered near Fur Park Street. The men, who are walking up uh, Wishart Street on their way to the Cairns Bakery, claim the strange creatures ran in the direction of Glasgow Cathedral and possessed glinting red eyes and great white teeth. The three men insist that what they saw was not human, but not animal either. Glasgow police, however, believe that the werewolves witnessed by the three bakers may in fact have been the killers escaping the scene of Miss Siddons' murder. The police have asked the public to come forward with any further information that might help lead to the capture of these cruel fiends. Any information should be sent to Detective Constable McKeegan in Turnbull Street. Do you believe in werewolves, Miss Gids? Absolutely, absolutely not. I believe people... But there are people out there who who can do horrible things, and we create these fantasies as an excuse for them. But no werewolf did that to Lucy. That was just some crazed man. Or men. Let's account as correct in the number spotted. Well, thank you for showing us up. And answering our questions. My pleasure. I wish you the best of luck. I hope you you bring who, whoever, or whomever, or whoever did this to justice. We'll do our best, Miss. I want to start taking a look around the room. Okay. Uh, I will give assist. me. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, give me a spot hidden with a bonus die since he, since Walter is helping you. 
Well, I'm grateful for his assistance because uh, a 92 is now a 52, which is a pass. Amazing. <laughs> okay. So, searching through the room, um, now you now you're done the conversation. You see that this room is a it's 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 rather Spartan. There's just a a floral a, a floral pattern quilt on the bed and a small desk with a chair and a light. Um, inside the desk, you do find. A you do find her uh, Lucy's diary. I don't know what to do or who to talk to. I cannot go home. I cannot leave Arkwright House. I'm terrified Sir Gregory and the others will notice. Am I really trapped? I broke down today before Mrs. Geddes. I don't know how, but I had to tell someone, and she's always been so good to me. She's promised not to tell Sir Gregory, thank God. And she understands about my family and said that she would try to help. I only hope she can. The baby is starting to show more and more. I don't know what to do. I caught Sir Gregory and that doctor looking at me queerly today. I almost ran from the room. I've got to do something, but what? What? Okay, so as you're finished reading and you close that book, something for a small piece of paper falls out of that diary uh, at your feet. GRI rear doors, 5 a.m. Royal Infirmary. That would make sense. I suspect that's probably a this, uh, acronym I've heard. This doctor is interesting to me. Would agree. He seems a. Uh, she might be the last person to see her alive, if he saw her. Yes, I'm a little more suspicious than just that. Constable Webster. I'm I curious. Mean, you knew that... where the girl was going to be, that she would be alone. I'm also concerned. Uh, the surgical, Ar like the, the clean removal of organs from these bodies. Um, and Mr. Arkwright claimed he would have worked through it, but Mrs. Getty seemed very certain that he would immediately kick her out. Uh, I don't think he's as caring as he would make us, you know, believe. I wonder if you're quite right, if perhaps he had the doctor uh, take care of a problem for him. Well, they seem to have developed telepathic capabilities. I, I don't know that Dr. Canmore has discovered the surgical removal of organs, but I sus I'm suspicious of the doctor all the same. <laughs> Something strikes me as wrong. Um... People with reputations like to keep them safe. But yeah, I, I, I'm very intrigued and wary of this doctor. And yeah, as you were saying, Constable Webster, I'm not sure Mr. Arkwright is pontificate with me for a moment okay if you're a man you've been a strong man your whole life shipbuilder 
and you start rapidly deteriorating. How desperate would you be to save yourself, your body? I mean, I would assume quite desperate. Uh, I know a lot of men turn towards, uh, you know, science or God. And if you turn towards science and you have a friend in the high places with medical knowledge, say a doctor at the Royal Infirmary, you have means, you have money, you have a city full of people. I wonder, Mr. Arkwright, this doctor, hmm. That, I mean... Perhaps. Uh, are you... Hmm. Nothing I mean, definite. I was, I was just going to suggest that perhaps this is not the work of the original murderer. Um, it, it seems Same to me it would be a simple, a simple thing for Dr. Cullen and Mr. Arkwright to fake one of these murders in order to take care of a problem for themselves. Uh, if they just killed Lucy in the middle of the night, then in a vicious matter, they might assume it's the murderer. Or it, she could be in the wrong place. We have very few leads, I'm afraid. Yes. As I said, nothing definite, but I just wanted to plant that seed. Constable Webster, maybe something will come of it. And with that, we are going to move uh, to Elaine and Eugene, uh, you two continue on your trek towards the mausoleum. Uh, well, it's cloudy. It is still day. Um, but even in the daylight, you're, 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 you're here alone. Uh, and it's, it's about as comfortable as you can be in a giant cemetery. Um, this thing is... This, this necropolis is in a large ring that is covered by a, I would say, neck-high wall that has continuing iron route fencing above it. Um, as you walk in, you see tombstone after tombstone, mausoleum after, after mausoleum. Um, and you just get, you just get the feeling of an uncomfortable feeling mm. that's inherent for for walking into a graveyard at any any time so i know you guys are more or less tracking so what i need from you mm -hmm. is either a track or a spot and hidden roll spot hidden is... yeah. no 31 is a success. Oh, nope. spot hit. Okay. All right, so you continue. Uh, Elaine, what did you roll? Uh, I Just a failure. Okay. All right. So, Eugene, you, you, you get on a set of tracks. Um, Eventually, you come to a, a mausoleum, and above it, in bronze, it, it says McCall. Uh, and when you look at this mausoleum, you see tracks leading to and from this particular mausoleum's 
Iron Gate. And once you get closer, you see significant wear on the gate. You see this right away. The wear on the gate. People are, yeah. this is strange. Why would there be so much activity? When is the, it, it's the a family name on this mausoleum. Is that mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Possibly recently deceased, but even then, that would be, I, I can't imagine very much foot traffic through here, even to pay respects or something. While we're talking, I'm going to reach out and grab hold of the gate and try to pull it open to see if it's open, unlocked. You're more than welcome to. So, I've... Boy, I don't know about you. I feel... I have an eerie feeling being here, Sergeant. It's a little creepy. I don't know how much I like it. Uh, should we go in? Uh, yes. We... Yes. Yeah. Strange feelings aside, we have a job to do. So push the door okay. open and head on in. Okay, so, and do you have any, I'm assuming you have some type of light source, so, um, and also there's light coming in um, mm -hmm. from the, the uh, rainy day. So, inside you see two sarcophagi. Um, they're both, they're both unnamed. Uh, you see a David and Susan McCall. Mm -hmm. um, to the left of you, you see stairs leading down, almost like circular stairs leading down lower. Uh, also, the walls around you um, this is a very successful family because they're buried with all their children. All their children mm -hmm. are are line the actual walls. That's why the this particular mall is leaving seems so thick. Let's see, so I just to make sure I am not misunderstanding. Did you say there were two unidentified ones in addition to the others that were? No, the two. The, there's two large sarcophagi in the center of the room as you walk in. And then the walls themselves are graves, and it's their children. And then, and then we have a staircase going down. Correct. These names sound familiar to you, Paul. No, I'm not from this area, though. Further down, I don't see why not. Head on, head on down a little further. Okay. Um, as you guys are walking down the uh, steps, give me a spot hidden. That is a hard. Nothing. Hard success, yeah. Okay. So with a hard success, you are now seeing claw marks all over the stone. Look at that. And Do they look fairly fresh, like kind of some of them, yes. Tell that maybe. And yeah, obviously okay. as as you continue to 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 step down and look at and look at these claw marks, you come to what your mind sees is a little renovation. These claw marks feed into a hole. There's been a there's a hole that's been dug into the side. Look there. Look at that. 
How big of a hole? Comfortable to to fit us as uh, fit a person in. Oh, I don't know about this, Sergeant. This makes me <laughs> concerned. <laughs> I don't know if I like the idea of crawling in there. Oh no, just no, and I wouldn't encourage you to. I think this is worth bringing to the others. I'm. I don't want to cause injury to myself or you, and I'm. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? I'm. I hate to leave the trail as it is here, but I am concerned for our welfare at the same time. I agree. Um, I'm gonna just take the. I have a lighter because, and I'm gonna shine it into the hole a little bit just to just to see if what we can see just on the inside right there, and then, yeah. Okay. So you shine your light into the hole um, and it goes deep. Uh, you see it jet out straight in front of you at a decline. And then it turns off to the right. Um, as you continue continuously look with your lighter to, to see closer towards the entrance that you're, you're you're standing at right now, you also see what seem to be bones. <laughs> uh, what kind of bones? Can we tell? Not from that distance. Are they fresh, Sergeant? Yeah, are they? Can we tell from this distance? Yeah. All you have to do is walk in. Yeah, I'll take a step <laughs> in and, and 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 grab a bone, take a peek at it, kind of <laughs> sniff it a little. Okay. Uh, you 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 kind of boost yourself up and you lean in, kind of the balancing, so you don't slide down this hole to grab a bone. I'm kind of holding holding on to him. Yeah. So you're holding on to him. You grab the you grab the bone um and you have two real realizations. Um one this bone definitely looks human. It doesn't look fresh. It just looks old. And you also see two red eyes just <laughs> off the corner. And that's where we're in tonight. <laughs> of course. Nice. Maybe to make a new character real quick. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, our players included Morgan Llewellyn, Nathan Decker, Holly Pito, Chance Wooten, and myself with Joseph Clay as the Keeper of Arcane Lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Uh, if you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.